Chapter Two of Our Little Brazilian Cousin by Mary Nixon Rollet. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. In the Forest. The sun was just rising, and its slanting rays cast a golden glow over the thick foliage when Afonso sprang out of bed next morning, awakened by the noisy chattering of the birds. Hurrah! he exclaimed, it is a fine day. How glad I am! for now I can go hunting with my father and Uncle Prudenci. He hurried into his clothes and down to the breakfast room, where Joaquim was serving strong black coffee, rolls, and fruit to his father and uncle. Here you are, bright and early, said the senor. Do you want to go with us? Perhaps you would better not. Afonso's face fell. Oh, father, last night you promised, he said, and his father answered, oh you may go i merely thought perhaps it might tire you too much for we shall have a long tramp we must start at once said his uncle if we are to have any sport before midday and they started toward the forest the fazenda of the senor gius was situated on the edge of the magnificent woods which line the banks of the amazon near the city of para no wonder that this region around para is called the paradise of brazil said the senor as they entered the forest where heavy dew glittered on the leaves like diamonds in an emerald crown every time i enter the forest it seems to me more splendid than it did the last time what are those huge trees asked alfonso you ought to know these for they are among the most famous of all brazilian trees they are the stamba or stonewood and besides them grows a cinnamon tree in addition to these there is the jacaranda paujarco the euphorbia the large lofty cottonwood tree the tall white seringa i know that one said alfonso it is a rubber tree won't you take me to see the rubber gathered today no not today but tomorrow perhaps for your uncle wishes to make the rounds and you may go with him thank you that will be delightful said afonso their path led through the forest where long racemes of tropic moss hung down and waved in the breeze while fern and vines grew in a tangle across the narrow path often the undergrowth was so thick that joaquim had to go before the party and cut it away with his tracado you must keep silent now said the senor we shall frighten the game away if we talk ah as he spoke he raised his gun to his shoulder and fired there was a shrill cry a flash of red and green wings and a large bird with an enormous bill fluttered to the ground before them a toucan cried alfonso as joaquin quickly bagged the bird isn't it queer that the bird's cry sounded just like its name tucano tucano that is just the reason that the indians named him tucano said the senor but listen i hear monkeys looking carefully about the hunters saw two monkeys at the top of a high tree about which clung a monkey's ladder an enormous vine which wound around the tree from its roots to its very topmost branches when the little animals saw that they were perceived they tried to conceal themselves behind the huge leaves of the tree and the senor's shot showed no result beyond an increased chattering it seems a shame to kill such cunning little creatures said alfonso but his father said we hunt for food not for mere sport my son 
monkeys make an excellent dinner and you will be glad enough to eat after we have tramped all morning through the heat master will not hit the monkeys said joachim i will get them and he quickly stripped off all of his clothes except his cotton trousers and began to climb the monkey ladder it was not easy to climb with his gun in one hand but he was careful and as nimble as a cat and he soon neared the top of the tree he perched in a crotch of the tree which branched out thickly at the top and hiding behind some leaves he waited until he could get a glimpse of the monkeys at last he spied one of them at the end of a branch and firing quickly the monkey fell to the ground fifty feet below joachim climbed down after it and the party soon went its way through the forest now the senor shot and then his brother and the boy himself was allowed to fire at an ocelot which crept through the bushes and great was his delight when he shot it as the noon hour approached the sun rose high in the heavens and the heat grew so intense that the senor said we will go no farther let us rest and eat until it grows cooler joachim lead us to a shady spot where we may camp yes senor said the black and soon he brought them to a ruined building of stone covered with vines and hidden among the trees here upon the stone floor of the ruin he kindled a fire and cooked the monkey the flesh of which was simply delicious and afonso ate until he was so sleepy that he could not keep his eyes open what was this building he asked his father i did not know anyone had ever lived here no one knows what it was replied his father it has been here for years and the indians say it was built many many years ago by a black gown as they called the early missionaries it may have been the beginning of a mission house but in any case it makes a very nice cool place in which to take our siesta now so sleep my son and wake refreshed alfonso closed his eyes and was soon in dreamland he slept long but had strange dreams of some one's putting a heavy stone upon his chest and pressing it down at last he awoke with the pressure still on him he lay quite still drowsily wondering what was the matter with him and before he stirred joachim's voice said in a hoarse whisper don't move little master don't even open your eyes alfonso had been trained to habits of strictest obedience and he lay perfectly still without moving a muscle although wondering very much what was the matter he heard joachim dart quickly to his side there was the sound of a blow and a loud exclamation from his father and joachim said jump up there is no danger now as alfonso sprang to his feet the weight rolled off his chest and he saw the body of a large snake pinned to the earth by the blade of joachim's trocado it was a jararaca a brazilian snake about six feet long of a yellowish color sleeping in the cool of the old stone ruin it had been disturbed by the intruders and had crawled across alfonso's body to reach the door my boy you have joachim to thank for saving your life said his father warmly as he put his arm around his boy and drew him to his side the jararaca is very poisonous and had your awakening disturbed him he might have driven his fangs into you good old joachim said alfonso as he threw his arms around the black's neck negro servants in brazil who have been in a family for years are always much beloved 
and alfonso was devoted to the old negro joachim didn't say much but smiled at the boy as he took the dead body of the snake outside and prepared to take off its beautiful skin End of chapter 2 In the Forest